I'm not going to curse. All right. Let's you, see if I can do it. I'll bring some I stuff up that'll to. make you curse. As <laughs> soon as the podcast starts, he's just going to be like, Jar Jar sucks. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, it hurt me, Jed. And welcome back to another episode of Wasted Local Talent. Today I have on the show Daniel. I'm Daniel. And I have Jed. Hi, I'm bald. All right. Oh, so hang on. I, I got to get my ball sack off the ground. Come on. All right. So obviously Daniel and Jed are not here. Ashley is not here either. Uh, but this is me. And this is a Guru's Takeover. So plug your stuff. Guru's Gaming. Patreon.com slash Guru's Gaming. We have a $1 Discord. And it's awesome. And we also have uh, $5 Guru's of Tangents. Also, shout out to Sean from Worst Cat Trick. Because I know you listen to our show. Oh, yeah, Sean. I yeah. love Sean. Yeah. And they have the song on this show. They do. This is our home. It's playing right now in the background. I, well, I don't know about that. It depends on how Daniel edits. He probably will edit you out. Damn it. I don't blame him. Yeah, I don't either. We have other shows on Wasted Local we Talent. Do. Well, then, just on 13 Palm talent. Trees. Yeah. yeah. We have Gurus of Gaming, which we mentioned. We have Video yeah. Game Mythos. Yeah. We're all three on Gurus of Gaming. Yeah. None of us are on Video Game Mythos. No, but Video Game Mythos, it's fantastic. It is. Probably it is. because it none really of us is. are on it. That's it, Well, we know it's because I'm not on it. Well, it's good. Because I'm the worst part of Gurus. Yes. Nobody can argue that. We have D&D Kinda. Also better than our show because I'm not on it. Yes, but... Except for the bonus episodes I was on. There was that. You were on bonus episodes. I was. Okay. So D&D Kinda is going to be at Steel City Con coming yes. up. I think this weekend. Th- this weekend. Yeah. So they, uh, I believe it's uh, Jed and Michael are going to be there. They got some D and D merch. So if you're in Steel City Con, go visit Jed and Michael. Well, go visit Michael because we know you don't want to see Jed. Buy our stuff. Yeah. This week on the episode, we have the Jasons. I know both Dude, of you are super excited I'm, about the. Jasons. I am. I'm excited about this. Episode, I, I yeah. checked out some of their music a little bit ago on iTunes. They sound. They have a super Ramon sound to them, which is awesome. Uh, and I saw on their bio they did some music for the Friday the Thirteenth Killer Puzzle game, which is on the Switch. And I played that. I have played that game. They have music in it. Yeah, and I mean, spoiler: none of us have actually heard the interview. We're just doing no. the intro for yeah, it, and we're all just like marking out. We're excited. Yeah. I, I want to listen to more of their music. They sound <clears throat> like the Ramones. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. So uh, I mean, I guess let's just get right into it. Here we go. This is our interview with the Jasons. Enjoy. Bye. Yeet. Leave that in there, Daniel. <laughs> What's up, everybody? I'm Jed. I'm Ashley. And this week, we're wasting our talent with... Jason fucking V. Jason fucking Hollywood. Fuck you. Why well, are you screaming in the mic? Hollywood? I don't know. <laughs> Because I said I wasn't going to... We'll turn your headphones up. Fuck. (laughs) We're off to a good start. (laughs) (laughs) So aggressive. So a band that I've heard so much about. Who's that? (laughs) The Jasons. Oh, I thought you were talking about (laughs) Fallout Boy or something. (laughs) Have you you listened to the Jasons? No. No? Oh, you're missing out. No. You're missing out on a bunch of bullshit. It's true. It's no. not. So the, it's it's not anything that can really be described. So I've I've been told it's one of those shows that like you kind of want to see live if you. Yeah, can. definitely. Like the experience. Yeah, you don't want to hear it live. But you, <laughs> <laughs> you just want to see. But they it. put on a fun yeah. show. Yeah. <laughs> you want to put in your headphones and listen to our new record and then watch the live show <laughs> separately. <laughs> so yeah. So. I mean, 
when did this all start? Give me the, give me like a quick rundown. Uh, it's it's kind of a long long uh, story with many twists and turns. But the the short version is um, a long time ago uh, in a galaxy far far away. Uh, I started this band with a couple dudes, and it was all based on like, hey, you don't be fucking funny if Jason was wearing a leather jacket, and it was this like Ramones cover band. Ah, it'd be fucking funny. And then we, like that little seed, started songwriting, writing many different Jason songs, and it turned into like, well, let's fucking make a band. So we did that, and we recorded a record, and then uh, I made some poor life choices uh, with regards to uh, relationships and girls, and then the individual who was also in the band, who was a good friend of mine, uh, we, we couldn't be in the same room anymore because he was uh rightfully angry at me so that disintegrated right so then five years go by and the whole time i'm like fucking i got the fucking jason songs in my head and it won't stop i can't can't get it out of my mind i'm like i gotta fucking i want to do this band you know so uh i had written like five songs and he had written two and so i just we just left his songs they're out there in the fucking wherever now and I wrote more songs and got brought brought some other people in, and we started the the current version of the Jasons. But there's an entire Jasons record, including the songs that were on our first record, that are that is out there that no one will ever hear. So one one or two people have heard it. I haven't heard it. Wow. Now, that beef has been squashed, but not squashed to the place where I'll ever get to hear it. But yeah. So the Jasons were a thing that happened, and then five years went by, and then I restarted it with different people. So. So how long has this second resurgence been going on? Five years? Yeah. I'm looking yeah. at Hollywood like yeah, you should know. Yeah, I've been in the band that long. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, I got to see, I think, one of the first Jason's debut at Schmidt Saloon. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> it was oh. not Yo, a good day. Not a good day. And you know what? I know this is like local town. Fuck that guy who was running sound there. I don't know who he is, but fuck that you guy. You got a problem and with I hope people he running sound, don't you? Well, you know, we got up there at Schmidt Saloon. It was the songwriter's showcase. <laughs> Why the fuck were we there? Okay, <laughs> let me preface this. Okay, so I'm working at this bar, which is mainly a country bar. You were working there? Yeah, I worked there for a couple of years. When we played yes. there? Yes. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. Yeah. All right. So I worked there. I took care of the bands, but not on songwriter's night because you guys were on your own on songwriter's the night. The songwriter's showcase. The songwriter's showcase. That guy's a fucking idiot. <laughs> um, okay, so, so mainly shit. a country bar. Yeah. We got some people coming in that are like, trying to do their thing before they leave for Nashville to make it and blah, blah, blah. Every once in a while, we'd have somebody that, like, did a little bit of rock and stuff. Yeah. And then there's the Jasons. And that bar was not prepared for this oh, at all. It was not a Jasons I wasn't bar. prepared for this. I had no fucking idea what was happening. <laughs> Nobody knew. These guys come out with Jason's mask off, and then we're all like, what are they doing? We also had our mother's severed head back then. We Yeah, it, it was crazy. <laughs> and, like, I mean, we've got, like, half of Preston County in this bar. Yeah. And everybody's like, what are they doing? Nobody. And, like, you know, I mean, they're talking. Like, they they refuse to give any names besides Jason. Yeah. They refuse to. Right, yeah. <laughs> they're from Camp Crystal Lake. Everybody's confused. 
and it was just really awkward. I was not ready for you guys. <laughs> we, they weren't ready for you guys. <laughs> the experience that I had coming in there was uh, the gentleman that ran the songwriter showcase. Idiot, yeah. I, I don't think he was prepared. So we came in in all of our gear. And he's like, okay, guys, come here. And he's got his little <laughs> clipboard. And he goes, all right, now what are your names? And I was like, Jason V. And he's like, okay, and what's your name? The fucking, you know, I'm Jason Hale. What's your name? And as like he's getting all of our names, <laughs> this blank looking goes, no, 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 no. I need your real names. And I was like, we're the fucking Jasons. <laughs> yeah, I was like, we're the fucking Jasons, dude. And he goes, but this is the songwriter showcase. And I said, we wrote all our, all our own songs. We're not fucking playing the soundtrack. He, he's so frustrated. Okay, okay. Well, where are you from? And I said, Camp Crystal Lake, New Jersey. And he goes, Oh, God. No, this is the songwriter. And I said, we wrote all of our own songs. So then we got up there, and the fucking, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I hope he's listening. The hipster motherfucking flannel-shirted sound guy goes, I can't run the sound if you guys don't take off your masks. And I'm like, well, that's interesting. That's very interesting, because how long have we been a band, Hollywood? Oh, five years We have least. never had another sound guy said he couldn't. Daniel, our, our friend in there, Daniel was just talking about how he used to have to tweak the mics, but this guy didn't like that we were wearing masks. It must have been a different sound guy than what we usually had because our normal sound guy I've never <laughs> seen in a flannel. So, <laughs> so. We, we, we actually put in uh, in our liner notes to our first demo, fuck the sound guy at Smitch, Smitch whatever, <laughs> saloon. Smith saloon. And then when I was getting it printed at like the Kinko's or whatever, the guy goes, oh, you don't like, and he said the guy's name. I was like, yeah, tell that guy I said go fuck himself. But I don't know his <laughs> name. But it was just that it was clear he didn't like our gimmick because, yeah, like you said, that wasn't a bar for us. Oh but no! But he he was like, I can't get you, I can't get your vocals to come through unless you take your vocal off. I'm sorry, I'm, at least you take your mask off. We have played in fucking shitholes, right, Hollywood? Just about every weekend. <laughs> and and it's never been a problem. But this guy didn't like it. And why were we there? Who knows? I don't know why you were there because at a different time. At a different place. I loved seeing you guys. Yeah, it was awful. that was not the time and place for no. you guys. And it was probably like our third or fourth show. It was real early, and we, we fucking sucked real bad. I mean, real bad. See, honestly, I don't remember. Thank I God. just remember how awkward the crowd was. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. It, it was just, it was a not the right place. It was awkward, yeah. It was real weird, but... Uh, but I love you guys now. No, thanks, yeah. <laughs> Those shows are the best shows because... I mean, it, as much as the the mask is protection, you f you feel like a fucking. I mean, you don't want to be up there. And from the first second when the sound guy makes it clear that your vocals aren't coming through, you want to leave, you know, get off stage. But it's good because it builds those fucking eat shit muscles. And when you're in a local band, you got to eat shit all the time. Those muscles are strong. Yeah. We, oh, we're like fucking like alligators and shit, man. We can eat all this shit. We just, you know, it's fine. You got to get used to it. Alligators eat shit? Is that a... I, they could if they want. Okay. <laughs> they eat anything they want, really. I think alligators pretty much do whatever they yeah, want. Yeah. So I have a question unrelated, uh, well, related to Schmitz. You uh, you guys obviously have been there more than I have. I, I was only there once, and it was like shortly before they closed. Was does that was that place always a shithole? No. <laughs> okay. I was there once, too. That was it. Yeah. I. It, you know what? It was immaculately uh, the way that it was made. Like, the stage was huge. Everything was good. I helped build good. that big stage. Did you really? Yes, I yeah. Did. I mean, so, like, the place was nice. It just, you know, again, it wasn't It wasn't for punk rock. I mean, no. it, you know. <laughs> you know, nobody was a dick to us that night other than the sound guy, though. Even the people no, that I were watching, they were cool. It was more confusion cool. than anything. <laughs> They're just like, okay. Yeah. Um, I said sure. a lot of, what are they doing? Yeah, like, yeah, what's, yeah. What's happening? It's, it's funny because you, you know, we had to go through a lot of that when we started out. I mean, there were so many times when 
uh, you're in a situation. The band that I was in before, the Jasons, our first show was at the, right down the street here in a church at the Narcotics Anonymous Valentine's Day dance because <laughs> they said, can we use your sound system? And I said, yeah, if we can play Holy a fucking shit. punk rock show. Is that a joke? <laughs> <Yeah>. No, <laughs> no. And so in the other band is a you know theatrical thing too. And so we're just fucking going and people, you can tell they're like, please just be done so we can grind on each other, you know? But it was like, yeah, you can use our sound equipment if we get to play a show. I mean, and that's what it is. You have to, you have to, you have to become a bartering pirate to to get going. You definitely have your crowd. (laughs) Yeah. And I think people that are not acquainted with your subgenre of music really just don't know what to think of it. Like, yeah. I think you have to be mentally prepared <laughs> to see a band like the Jasons or the Renfields yeah. or Ghost Road even. Yeah. like. And, you know, the, the thing is, too, like, in this area, since this is, like, kind of based on local stuff and then Hollywood knows, too, he's done other stuff, like, lots of other stuff forever. Like, it was not always, like, the kind of thing where we could play a show and have a crowd. I mean, you you really had to go in and play in front of people that didn't want you to play yeah. there. Still you do. Know. Yeah, I mean, every time we play, you know, and we're grateful to One, Two, Three for letting us play shows there. But I never... I love seeing you guys at One, Two, Three. Yeah, it's our favorite place here. But I never set foot on that stage without remembering the days when we were blacklit. We were not... We were told that the, the fucking... That band doesn't play there, my other band. And uh, so, you know, it was breaking through the barriers of hipster music, you know, and I don't want to, I'm not trying, as much as people might think I'm trying to offend people, I'm not. There was a time when if you weren't this one specific type of music, you're not playing local clubs. And we had to build that scene and we're fucking proud of that, you know, so. Almost like you do it in spite of what some people want. Yeah. I mean, this year, uh, especially, you know, we do like a local Halloween show with Ghost Road, mm-hmm. Renfield, and we bring someone else in. Like, we were like that close to selling the place out, you know. And that was a proud moment for us because we there were lots of lots of times when like it was like you had to beg and suck somebody's dick to get on stage, and then you're treated like yeah, you know, fuck these guys. Or That's whatever. literal. I've heard stories <laughs> like you have to literally beg and suck people's yeah. dicks to well, do this. I mean, you know, it's it is rock and roll. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, no judgment at yeah. all. Because let me tell you, I just you, wanted to be clear. If you're wearing a hockey mask and trying to be like a rock star on stage, no one is offering to suck your dick. <laughs> <laughs> you are the the sucker, not the sucky. You know, there's there's no glory in. That's uh, why we do shows. <laughs> my place <laughs> right right <laughs> a lot of one-way streets at camp crystal lake <laughs> yeah yeah oh and no the the saloon was not always a shithole it went downhill really quickly at the end there was a lot of things that went when i was there for the couple years that i was there that place was amazing like yeah. it was such a great bar to be at and i loved it yeah it was but there at the end it was bad. I, I heard yeah it was bad i i've not i i, I don't know that i've been in a bar that was less clean than that one, honestly. <laughs> and I've sucks. been in some seedy places. Like the, the the point for me where I was like, cool, I'm leaving, was I went into the bathroom to take a piss and literally like two or three people just didn't want to wait in line and shit directly on the floor. Oh. And I was like, cool, I'm going to cash out and go home. Like, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I was there to see a show and like had already paid... My ticket to get in and everything, and I was like, I'm that out. That sucks. Yeah, I'm there good. was it was a 
a spiral there at the end, I heard. But. You, Jed mentioned, mentioned shit, and I look over at Hollywood. Hollywood's punk rock, but he's not that punk rock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He doesn't like the shit talk. I draw the so. line at toilet humor. <laughs> <laughs> he's the fancy Jason. Oh, fun fact. You know the urinal that was a trough that was a keg cut in mm-hmm. half? Yeah. I was the first person to pee in that. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Brings questions up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a struggle, but I did it. <laughs> I just thought it was a really cool bathroom and I wanted to be the first one to use it. I think that's a good metaphor for being in a local band. It's like peeing, it's like being a girl and peeing, peeing in, in a, a urinal. trough. Yeah. <laughs> it's not easy. But you got it done. So. I got it done. Fuck yeah. So it started out, um, as you said, you know, you kind of got the idea of like, oh man, a cover band for Ramones. Yeah. So is that kind of is that the music that you guys write and play is like punk rock? Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, we're big into Ramones core and, uh, you know, in that genre. It's, oh, wait, is that an actual genre? Yeah. It's, oh, it's shit. certainly, yeah. it's certainly a genre. That's, that's true. true. Yeah. <laughs> Ramones core is a subgenre, and it was like started by bands like Screeching Weasel and the Queers and they're not complete copies of the Ramones, but what happens is it gets There's distilled down. a vibe. Yeah. Yeah. And it gets distilled down. And so, the more generations you go, the closer it gets to just ripping off the Ramones, you know, and you're distilling it down. So our first record, we were like, that's what we shot for. But the idea was like, let's prove that we can do a Ramones core record and then we're going to start branching out. So every record, we just branch out because, you know, you can only you can only rip off the Ramones no, so wait, much. What was your first record? It was just a self-titled record. Oh, OK. And uh, so we did that. And then on the next record was more like uh, we decided to rip off the queers a little bit. So we added in a little bit of uh, beachy kind of. Then the next record, we were real irritated. And so we started getting a little bit more into like, like I, I guess we could just say like dwarves territory, where it was punk rock, and it was, but it was not as much Ramones. And it was just more like angry and kind of abrasive. And uh, on our new record, uh, it's... There's much more influence from Kiss and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm always that person in Hollywood, too, where we, we're not ashamed to be influenced by something. So, like, Kiss and Skid Row and what'd you throw in there? You, all, he, he did all the solos. All his solos were influenced by non-Ramon shit. Yeah, it was, it was a lot of Kiss, a lot of 80s Kiss. Yeah, I mean, it still sounds a lot like the Ramones, but... Uh, Same but, band, really. Yeah. <laughs> no I difference. Mean, the, the goal is not to... to to imitate, you know, it's uh, that's the thing in in Ramones core and so many other genres. It's like, well, hold on, you have the Get Sued album. Oh yeah, we always skip over <laughs> on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that album. The, yeah, that's a, an album born of laziness. Yeah, but it's fun. <laughs> you named it Get Sued. It's called Get Sued. <laughs> yeah. So we were supposed to play a Ramone, uh, miss sorry, a Misfits cover show here at 123 Pleasant Street and we accepted and then just didn't practice and this there's no like this is not part of the the lore that I'm trying to create we didn't practice and it was like the night before and we were like fuck we we don't want to not play cuz it's the first Jason's will set foot at 123 and that's the club you want to play at here you know and so we just started going what can we do and I said I got an idea like let's just play let's just play misfits or like fuck I'm getting confused let's just play Ramon songs and I'll just sing Misfits lyrics over top of it. So it was oh like, my it's God. amazing. <laughs> it's so much fun. So yeah, so we did that. And then after we did that, like people were like, just like, what the fuck? But then people kept saying like, man, you guys need to record that shit. You guys need to record that shit. 
And so then we just, you know, found $1,500 in the band fund one day and we were like, well, we got the money, let's fucking record it. And so that's where it gets sued. It's, it's Ramones music with Misfits lyrics on top. And then we used both the Misfits and Ramones logo for the cover, hoping that Dan Ziger, Johnny Ramones, Widow would sue us. But I guess we're... We're not big enough to, to <laughs> get sued. We're not worried about these guys. We've tried, to, you know. Trust me, we've we've really tried hard to get sued. We've, we've I, I had really a, do. I like that album. Yeah, a lot of people like that record. I I like it, but uh, we don't uh, we don't play it live uh, very much. You know, it's a little bit of a brain fuck now for me to sing the songs the right way. Yeah, I switched it up. It it took me a minute to get used to hearing those songs the way you were singing them. Like yeah. it really fucks me up when I hear a cover band, like a cover of a song that I know by a band whose sound I know. Yeah. If I don't know that that's what I'm listening to, so I'll be like singing it, and then I'm like, wait, what is this? That's not right. And that's that <laughs> your whole album was like that. That whole record was. And and my my subtle commentary or not so subtle was that uh, the Misfits are way shittier than the Ramones. <laughs> And that you can improve anything by just adding hormones to it, you know? And it's true. If you listen to uh, the song where we combined Pet Cemetery and Last uh-huh. Caress, that's better than what the Misfits did. It is. I, that, in that moment, we're better than the Misfits. Or I guess I should say the Ramones are better than the Misfits because <laughs> we're just playing Ramones over top of it. But, like, it makes a better song, you know? So Yeah, you'll have to listen to it. It is. It's fun. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. It's funny. You love to push people's buttons, and I'm always the peacemaker. Oh, yeah, sure you I'm are. <laughs> sure. Hollywood's a bigger troll than me he and 3D. He seems much calmer. Yeah. But that's the key to being a, a very good troll. You can't get out trolled. You can't be too high. Yeah. Yeah. That really, and that is our strategy is like, no matter what people say, because that we get a lot of uh, negativity and hate directed at us. We uh, basically troll the trolls. Well, I mean, like, yeah, if somebody can be like, like well, the Jasons. Like currently you do? Oh, forever. Yeah. Really? Yeah. People don't like gimmick bands and uh, they don't like bands that don't want to be friends with everybody and kiss everybody's ass. and. But they're know. like vocal about it? Uh, yeah, some, some people. See, that's people. weird to me. If you just don't, li- if you don't like something like a band, like why not just? Move well, it's easy it? to be a badass on the internet. That's yeah. absolutely true. Yeah. And it's and it's also, I mean, let's face it, it's not like we are subtle about our a- approach. So oh, yeah, I mean, I it's our approach is kind of designed to create an opposition to you know. But like, yeah, I mean, people. Uh, that's it's it's the interplay. It's nice, you know. Yeah, if, I guess you can't be as aggressive as. You guys are and not yeah. expect something, some sort of rebuttal. And the question is, who is the target? The answer is that everybody. If you are upset by what we do, then you're the target. If somebody else is, then they're the target. That's because I, like, I always respected bands that, that attacked, and I don't mean physically, but just like attack their own fans. Like if you want to be offensive, why go, you know, take the low-hanging fruit? Why not have somebody come to your show and be like, yo, fuck you, you're a wimp. And if that person goes, yeah, fuck you too, then you're like, yeah, that guy's cool. But if yeah. they get mad, you're like, oh, what an asshole. Don't want him here, you mm-hmm. know. So, yeah, there's negativity out there towards the Jasons, but I mean, there's I would say uh, 99% of people get the joke and understand that, you know, there's uh, we're fake people just like most people in the scene, you know, but we <laughs> just are more obvious about it. So, ouch. <laughs> we're not. It's that's the struggle, man. Like when you. But you're right. Uh, yeah, when so you, you, if you spend enough time in the music scene, you see, you see. I like to call it a scene at Buttercup. It's uh, it's 
cohesive on the outside, but corrosive on the inside. Everybody kisses your ass and tells you you played a great set and blah, 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 blah. But then behind the scenes, they stab you in the fucking back. Whereas our approach is like, let's at least not pretend to be everybody's friend. And if, if we support something, people can say, yeah, the Jason support it, you know, like the scene is a fucking, it's a, it's a plague that, that word scene is, it destroys everything because all of a sudden now you go, well, we got to have this band on the bill. Why? Oh, well, they're part of the scene. What if they suck? I mean, it's true. You don't want to have a shitty band on your bill because that kills your music scene more than anything. Yeah. You know? so, mm-hmm. And we were a shitty band and played lots of, lots of shows in the scene. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, but to, to some degree, like, but it was a battle, not a manipulation. No, yeah. And when you, when you try to be everybody's friend, everything you do comes off as insincere. So people don't like us because they, we, don't, we don't try to be friends with everybody, you know, like, and you shouldn't. That's a really good point. I like the way you just phrased that. When you yeah. try to be everybody's friend, what you do comes off as insincere. Yeah. That's a good point. I yeah. mean, we, we have good friends in the music scene whose bands we don't like, and that's fine. And we have friends who don't like our band, and that's okay. You know, you don't have to support everything like that. You just support the person. Right, but, yeah. You know, I mean, it's, it's like authenticity. I, I truly believe that uh, us being fake people, me and Hollywood, 3D and hell, we're more real than most of the quote-unquote real people. 100%. Yeah. So... You know, you are 100% right, though. If you go to somebody and you, you tell them, you know, in all honesty, I don't like you and that's fine. And you yeah. don't have to like me. I just, you know, yeah, I'm just being honest with you. I, yeah. It's nothing against you. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to like That's the quickest music. way to get somebody triggered, though. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, because most people just cannot take that. <coughs> they cannot accept the fact that somebody else doesn't like them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I think that's a huge sign of maturity is when you're okay with accepting that not everybody's going to like you. Like, when you genuinely are just fine with that. Yeah, yeah. It's I'm, like, cool, I got enough friends. I'm mm-hmm. good. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't like everybody. I can't expect everybody to like me. Right, right. You know, and, and it's like when people, uh, it's the same thing with being an artist and uh, or being on a podcast. Uh, you're going to put something out and somebody's going to talk shit about it. And uh, I don't think that always even necessarily means that you can't be friends with that person. The first review I ever got for something I did was this dude here in the in the scene, and he said he, it was like the most most scathing review ever. But I was just excited that somebody talked about the band. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm friends with that guy now. And I, when I first met him, I said, "Man, you did this review of my band, and this is like way way back band, you know, real shitty band, the shittiest thing I've ever done." And uh, he was like, oh, no. And I was like, no, man, it was fine. I was like, I kept like 10 copies of that. <laughs> put, put our name in the paper. You know? He said we sounded like the misfits, but not as good. It's true. <laughs> I, that, that was true for that band, you know, and, uh, but he was right. So I, When Paul and I first got together, well, I was like, no, we, had, we started dating before he ever tattooed me. Mm-hmm. And he, the, I think it was maybe after the first time he tattooed me. He said, if I was a bad tattoo artist, would you still have dated me? And I was like, oh, yeah, of course. But you wouldn't tattoo I me. just wouldn't have gotten no, tattooed. No, you wouldn't be my tattoo artist. But, like, those two things aren't correlated at all. Like, no. our relationship has nothing to do with how good of an artist you are. Yeah, like, right. Exactly. That would suck to tell your boyfriend, <laughs> like, hey, you're cool, but I'm going to go get tattooed by this person because you suck. Yeah, but, but that's <laughs> how you grow. In a way, that's how yeah. you grow. You know, like, I mean. If everybody kisses your ass your entire life, you're never going to try to do better than what you're doing. Yeah, and it also you it robs you of the rage and fury that it takes to succeed. I mean, you know, we've talked. Me and Hollywood oh, have talked yeah. about this because he, you know, he joined the band on the last record, and uh, 
he, our other members uh, that quit were very easygoing family men and Hollywood is I'm very easygoing. You are, but you have a lot to of a rage point. simmering under the surface. I do. And, <laughs> yeah, uh, I do. And, but you need that. You know, we need that. He you came know. in here raging about Star Wars yeah. before yeah. he even introduced himself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, he's the realest motherfucker when it comes to that. Because <laughs> he's talked about loving the prequels as long as I can fucking remember. And I was always like, you're a fucking troll. But, but then now, you realize that I was right. No. And then we became even better friends. <laughs> no. Now the internet starts to agree with him. And I'm like, you're the only real one. Everybody else is a fan. Yeah, what am I going to hate now? (laughs) So you guys have this really hard persona about you. This asshole persona. That's obviously what you're putting off. Yeah. Jason V met my kids. And he's getting tattooed. And Paul texts me and he's like, hey, I'm I'm tattooing him today. And I was like, okay, I'm going to bring the kids in. Because we have like... We have horror movie memorabilia around the house and stuff. Like, Paul has this, like, two-foot-tall Jason um, action figure that if you push a button on it, it goes... Okay, my kid, my three-year-old boy, thinks this is the coolest thing in the world. He is obsessed with the character of Jason now. Well, he's he's a good kid, yeah. He's, <laughs> he's always running around saying... Like... He, like, has a toy Jason mask from the Dollar Tree and stuff. He wears it all the time. So I'm like, hey, man, you want to go meet Jason? He's like, yeah. <laughs> we get in there, and he's getting tattooed. And he comes around the corner, and he just runs. Like, <laughs> he's, like, so ready for this. And he runs. And he comes back. He's like, is his face yucky under his mask? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, man. You know, you know his face is going to be yucky under his mask. And he's like, is he big? And I'm like, he's pretty big. <laughs> How tall are you? 6'4". Yeah, okay. I'm five feet tall. Well, depending you on look... which movie you watch. <laughs> I'm five feet tall. You're big to me. Yeah. I can't imagine being three feet tall and looking up at you. And Isn't he's... everyone big to you? Yes. <laughs> but he stands up and River just, I mean, he's not having it. But he runs back into the lobby of the tattoo shop. And from the lobby, he, like Jason sits down and he, River screams. He's like... I eat Jason guts, <laughs> but he won't come anywhere near him. He's just shit talking from the other. Room. So in that moment, <laughs> in that moment, he was everyone on the internet. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but like it was so cool yeah. that you did that for him because that like he talked about it for days and days and probably weeks. Like that was like the highlight of his little toddler life was talking <laughs> shit to Jason, like the real Jason. Yeah, like, yeah he loved yeah. it. Well, I remember being a little kid and getting my first Kiss record and just sitting there forever looking at these fucking superheroes. And I was like, I, you know, I'm going to wear a costume one day yeah. when I play music. You know, that was like for me, too, you know. Greatest band of all time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so River could be a, he could be in a band or he could be a serial killer. You know, like, it's going to go one of two ways. Either way, he's going to be famous. He's going to be famous. <laughs> <laughs> Probably more so if he just turns into a serial killer. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he'll do both. Yeah. Oh, he's going to be a black metal musician. Yeah. yeah I got yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, nice. Love taking stabs at black metal. Yes. <laughs> I wish you have heard them before you came in here. I don't. I really think you would I, enjoy that, it. That's my thing. I know. I don't, Jed, I don't do it. Yeah, this is not a personal thing. Jed refuses to learn anything about who he's interviewing. I didn't even know that you guys were coming in until this morning. That's kind of cool. He though. won't look yeah. at the schedule. Yeah. <laughs> no. <Nope. laughs> I like that. No, I like that. That's cool. Yeah. Nope. I don't like to know. Yeah, this, this morning he's messaging. He's like, 
asking who we had or what times or something. And Daniel's like, dude, you have access to the schedule. <laughs> like, it's right there. Are you in the Jasons? Yeah. I could be. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I roll, too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the least. Uh, am I the least? Maybe you or hell. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't know where we're playing ever. So him and three D, Hollywood and three D are pretty connected to what's going on. I'm not a little bit, yeah, I try to be, you know, playing my week. Well, on the topic of not knowing anything that's happening in the current times, do you guys have any projects that you're working on or anything like that coming up? Uh we we have a our, our last record was called Blood in the Streets. Yeah, we just put out like the best punk rock album of all time, basically. <laughs> oh, okay. So, so you're gonna, yeah, yeah. We so we maybe the, rest on your laurels. Yeah, a bit. we legitimately <laughs> we legitimately put out the best pop punk record of the year. Better than Teenage Bottle Rocket. Better than Mast Intruder. Better than anybody. I'm not kidding. That's that's what we believe, and uh, you should believe that. Because if you put out a record and you don't think it's the best, then you shouldn't put it out. Now, will people agree with me? No. They're wrong. <laughs> They're allowed to be wrong. But, and, and I love those bands, but our record's better than theirs this year. And if you don't think that, then don't release your fucking record. But we're putting that out on vinyl. That's our new project is probably by like Christmas-ish, it'll, Blood in the Streets will be out on vinyl. And uh, we achieve that with no... Uh, no begging on uh, no social media begging, no Kickstarters. We didn't work with any labels. We we just worked hard and played shows and paid for it. So we're proud of that because it's it, you know putting out a fucking record's like four thousand dollars. Is That's this your favorite oh, album wow. that you've put out? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. God, it's the exciting. best Jason's record ever. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. And again, like if you don't think your your newest record is the best one, you you're not yeah. ready to put it out. But I mean, like. You know, we, we lost two members right before we recorded this record, and uh, musicianship-wise, it went it went up a lot because Holly, Hollywood's a real oh, good guitar player. Oh, that was nice. Uh, I mean, and, and people, you, you can you can hear it. And, and, you know, there's not anything against our old members because they were, you know, friends and brothers, but, like, the, the, the stuff that uh, Jason Hell does on drums, we couldn't do before, you know, and the stuff that, uh, that Hollywood brings, we couldn't do before. This dude's a... Dude's a musical virtuoso for real, and he pretends like he's not. But uh, I'm not a good guitar player, so oh, you we made need him that. Blush. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's our best record, uh, and we spent the most money on it. Again, like it's that kind of stuff shows too. You know, we went to a real studio, spent like weeks to do it. You know, everything else was recorded in like either two days or three days at most. So you know, we we had to wait till we were financially moving on up yeah i do want to say something and you can cut it later if you want to but oh, this is just so this you know it's not going to get cut. All, all since all sincerity i wear the mask that the old hollywood made for me specifically because i like that guy so much yeah 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 there's no animosity yeah. there those guys were yeah he's a good that's dude good. <clears throat> so i wear that mask because he made it that's yeah. nice Old Hell and Old Hollywood had to drive. So you guys are just big softies. Oh yeah, yeah. They had to drive four hours to get to us uh, to to play. Like to so we never practiced. So when these guys joined, you know they're part of this local area here. Like we can actually practice. That's that's a big deal for the Jasons. <laughs> you can finally stop doing Misfit Ramones hybrid. Yeah, <laughs> you know we just do Kiss covers now. Well, yeah, we're booked for a Kiss cover show, and I'm not going to pretend it didn't cross my mind to just be like, "Fuck it, let's just play Ramones songs with Kiss lyrics." <laughs> oh my god! But we love <laughs> Kiss so much. <laughs> we love Kiss so much. We kind of want to cover those songs. Yeah. So I don't know. 
Now I just want to hear a whole bunch of Ramones songs with different <laughs> lyrics over it. Yeah. Well, we you might gotta do, listen like, to this get sued again or something. You know. Yeah. Yeah, we're trying, man. We're trying to get sued. So is Danzig like a big dickhead about that kind of stuff? He hasn't been dickhead enough to us for us to get sued, so I guess not. I mean, uh, I've heard that you know he's pretty litigious, and so is Johnny Ramones' estate, but I don't think that's true about the Ramones thing because I can't count on all my fingers and toes and dick and Hollywood's dick how many bands have done unofficial Ramones covers, and you know they don't come for that money. They don't care. Like like we're talking every major pop punk band oh, yeah, absolutely. has done a Ramones record. Like, you know, the Huntingtons did too. The Young Rochelles just put out one, so they have to have so much money though. Yeah, and I mean I I think they just see all these bands as like gnats flying around. Yeah. I know, was gonna say, care. how much are these are these bands really affecting them and their profit off of anything? Right. Yeah. I mean like that's the thing. Like we we could sell a bunch of copies, uh at our level, it's all going back into just making more merch. You know, nobody's nobody's in the fucking. I think it helps them long run, like it does with these Kiss tribute bands. Yeah, you know, Kiss could shut that down tomorrow, and they don't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because it just gets them more exposure. Because when you have a tribute band yeah. for your band, you're a fucking god, basically. I mean, that says something about what you've done, and I think Kiss likes that. They yeah. like feeling like they're gods among men. And but they the are. Jasons are better than a tribute band, and better than Kiss, so, right? Yeah, really. <laughs> And the Misfits. <laughs> yeah, definitely yeah. better than the Misfits. <laughs> Although those Michael Graves Misfits were pretty good. He's got a good voice. I think so, anyway. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> You've killed him. <laughs> Y'all right, Hollywood? Yeah, I'm just sitting here in my Glenn Danzig t-shirt. <laughs> that looks like a fucking Rorschach test. I got, no, I got you. I got you. I didn't know I was going to be here, and I had that on. Yeah. I'm wearing uh, my favorite non-Jason's band shirt today. You can yeah. see that. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> black on black. I <laughs> totally wore black. the greatest shirt today because I wore a Jason's t-shirt, but Jason V is wearing Mickey ears in the, on this t-shirt. Yeah. I'm going to Disney World tomorrow. Oh, he is. Hell yeah. Are you really? Yes, I am. I love that place. I almost wore Mickey ears here today. I love the showmanship. I've of never Disney. been. Oh, yeah. Paul told me you guys were talking it's about. It's the greatest place on earth. Yo, yeah. Oh, no, wait. No, it wasn't Disney World. Maybe it was Disney World you were talking about. No, he was talking about the place that you went at the Billy bottom. Billy Bob's of... Wonderland. Yes. Yeah. That's what it was. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> Billy Bob's Wonderland. It's uh, it's the, it's the like Chuck E. Cheese, and uh, but it's... How could I say? It's like uh, pre-Chuck E. Cheese, there was a thing called Showbiz Pizza. Showbiz. And they uh, they were the original Chuck E. Cheese, and they got shut down. But there's still one like independent one called Billy Bob's Wonderland that's out there. And uh, It's got like the weird, creepy old animatronics and shit. Oh, it's God. Five Nights at Freddy's. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> Where is this? Princeton, I think. Princeton, West Virginia. Towards bottom of the state. Barbersville. Barbersville. Yeah. Barbersville, yeah. That sounds amazing. I know. Man. I really want to take my kids. And... He doesn't have kids. Yeah, no. He just went. I just went. <laughs> yeah, we was this time almost this time last year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I like uh, animatronic. I like anything that puts on a good show. Yeah. You know. It sounds real creepy, too. Yeah. It is. Yeah, because they don't work There's... great. Like, some of their eyes don't open and, you know. It's... And they're all, like, scraggly looking and what stuff. What keeps this place open? People Nostalgia. like this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's there every week. <laughs> See, I am way too young for showbiz. Yeah, I, I do. I rem I don't remember that. I, I was a Chuck E. Cheese kid for sure. Yeah, I didn't even. I, okay, well, I grew up in the sticks, so I didn't go to Chuck E. Cheese until I was an adult. Oh well, yeah. So that's I, the best time to go. Yeah, 
Now I love Chuck. I'm like, hey, maybe we should take the kids to Chuck E. Cheese this weekend. They <laughs> took the animatronics out, though, so fuck that place now. No, there's, there's still one. <laughs> no, they're gone. All of them? All the animatronics are gone. The, the restaurant's still there, but the animatronics are gone. He's like, as of this morning at 930, <laughs> yeah, they, all they of just, the animatronics are gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they just announced it, man. It's all gone. It's are you being serious? Yeah. Because we were just there a couple years ago. Yep. No, it's or gone last now. year. Last year we were there. Billy Bob's Wonderland is the only place now. Yeah. I guess we're going to Billy Bob. There's a good movie called Rockafia Explosion yes. on Netflix. That's what I was going to say. Would I like couldn't it. remember the would name. I? Yeah, you would yeah, like it. I know you. You would like it. It's the Chronicle of Billy Bob's. Yeah. Rockafire Explosion? Yeah. Okay. I'll have to check Rock that Rockafire was the animatronic band, right? Yeah. Yeah. Their uh, lead singer's name is uh, Fats Geronimo. He's I, a gorilla. Honestly, Jed, I'm almost <laughs> embarrassed that I have this knowledge. An <laughs> animatronic band? This is not something I even realized that I had in my head until we started talking about <laughs> it. <laughs> Rain Man moments here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Rock of Fire was the band of animatronic animals that played at showbiz. Oh, I have to see this. Yeah. This sounds awesome. And it's, it's all about good. like people taking their kids to this creepy fucking place to look at these animatronics that are all like... Yeah. And adults that are obsessed with it to the point where, well, I don't want to spoil the movie. You know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah. 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 See, the dude, I don't know if I remember what you're talking The about. dude that made the Rockafire explosion, he did well for himself in the long run, I think. It's quite, ex- it's I inspiring. already see where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> it's inspiring because uh, it's about people keeping their, uh, keeping their youth alive and like, like let, living their dreams and shit. Just Live like to us. win. <laughs> Paul Stanley. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's intense. I don't know how we got on this topic. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what happened. I'm not going to try to circle back to it, though. Yeah, so Blood in the Streets Um, is a really good record. (laughs) (laughs) So, how do people track the band's movements? Like y'all's shows and. Uh, Just like, you know, social media. Uh, Facebook is really the modern day telephone pole of punk rock flyers. You just go on our Facebook and it's. You know, there's all that stuff, and it's an uh, awesome way to put that. Yeah, by the way. Uh, tw- we got a Twitter. Um, you have, a, no, you no, have we your don't. own website too. Yeah, we got. We have like a, one of those Reverb Nations. That's not really updated too much. We updated that. You had to have one to do this endorsement deal that we were working on. So we updated it, and it was real nice for like a week. And then I was like, oh, fuck it, never touch it again. <laughs> uh, but we we also active on like Instagram. I have my own Instagram, Jason fucking V. But we also have. Uh, it's actually Jason fucking V. Yeah, that's my middle name. <laughs> my real middle name. Uh, but then awesome. we also have the Jasons, and that's uh, Jason 3D handles all that stuff. He's like bass player slash band manager slash graphic artist, you know. Uh, so he, he really handles that stuff and takes good care of it. Super nice guy, too. He's yeah. the only one of the band I've met besides you and yeah. now you. But yeah, he's, he's, uh, he, he, when I met him, it was perfect because. He's like, I was, we were talking the other day. I was like, I make bands and you make bands better. Cause like Aww. all the shit that I don't do, like I'm not good at, he knows how to make a band work, you know? So, uh, I'm not, that's not something that I'm good with, but he like promotion, he knows everybody. He's friends with everybody. Oh and, yeah. Uh, he's a talker. Yeah. He's very yeah. friendly. He's that guy. So, uh, and that's not my inclination. I like being friendly with people, but he's, it's not my inclination. Like I don't remember people's names and stuff. He'll be like, "Hey, we're we're playing San Diego, and we're staying with Paul and Susie." I'm like, "Who's that?" And he's like, "You know, we hung out with him. You met him. You know, you I went." Out. I'm like, "I don't fucking that. know." Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, 
yeah, so he takes care of all that. Like if you if you want to find Jason's information, it's definitely it's definitely out there, you know. Yeah, I have my own Instagram, but I don't let anybody follow me. I don't follow anybody back. So you just post for yourself. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. <laughs> it's I like that. It's the ultimate private account. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Him and Ingve Malmsteen are kind yeah. of similar when it comes to that. Yeah, yeah similar level of guitar, uh, you know, showmanship too. I think the only difference is Ingve Malmsteen don't like donuts, and you eat them all. Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> I don't know who this is. What, who are we talking about? Oh, never heard. He's Ingve. a lesser guitar player to me. Okay. <laughs> I gathered that. Someone outside of Jason Hollywood would say he's like a neoclassical guitar virtuoso. Uh, who's also very temperamental and uh, super famous, super, super famous in the heavy metal community. But, Say uh, the name again. Ingve y- Malmsteen. Huh. It's an intense name. He looks like his name it's sounds. It's aggressive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wears <laughs> frilly poet shirts and uh, <laughs> duck faces 24-7. <laughs> I mean, he's yeah, amazing. Yeah, he was doing duck face before it was cool. Yeah, he's an and amazing he's... showman. He had like 50 Marshall stacks behind him. He's called it the wall of sound. It's fucking crazy. I went to see him and I was like, I don't even like this kind of neoclassical shit, but it was impressive. Uh, yeah, if you want to go down a rabbit hole, man, Ingve <laughs> Malmsteen it up. That this somebody is... that I should know of? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, maybe. Is this somebody that I've heard and I'm just not aware of it? Probably not. Hey. No. You gotta you gotta be into like heavy metal and then like I mean you if you really like guitar guys, you know, he's like a he's oh, like see, a, my husband's the music nerd. Yeah. He probably It's like dragons and wizards and shit. It's not my cup of tea oh, either, yeah, but that's... it's like Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna break K Fed. It's not really that good. <laughs> <laughs> this guy fucking says K Fed just to make people mad, by the way. That's why he says that. Instead of kayfabe. Jason Hell loves it when I say that. He does. Yeah, Jason Hell's a big wrestling fan. <laughs> Fucking dork. Lord. How many people, I know you do. Do you guys know Zach Krim? No. I've heard that name. He's a tattoo artist in Clarksburg. Yeah. So you were talking about Ingve, that <laughs> guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, and getting down the rabbit hole of that. That just makes me think of, of dude Zach will drop into these rabbit holes on YouTube and just like he'll he, I remember one night he showed me I think like 15 videos in a row of just different like Swedish, Danish, Norwegian like opera singers all doing <laughs> covers of Queen and he's like dude now you got to listen to this cover of Queen. Now you got to listen to this cover of Queen. And it's the same exact song over and over again but he's like no here listen to how this guy sings it. I'm just like dude <laughs> I've been on I've been on rabbit hole experiences I feel like, like we're getting too into this. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of Jen, I'm trying back. to get a good picture of you on this podcast. It's impossible and you just to do. Keep closing your <laughs> eyes. I just like four, and your eyes are like rolled into the back of your head, and everyone. Yeah, it's impossible to get a good picture of me. I just thought I would be nice to take you. You actually might want to check your phone to make sure it's okay. <laughs> I hope you have a warranty on that. <laughs> Apple Care. Well, guys, is there anything that we didn't cover that you guys want to talk about? Did we cover anything? I don't know. I don't. I mean. I mean, we, we did mention that there's a new, the best pop punk album of this year that came out. Yeah. yeah. Right? The Maybe of all time. Okay. Really. Okay, I, so I have to yeah. say, my favorite Jason's album is Get <laughs> Fucked. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's my favorite album. That was our uh, master of puppets. We knew we were like, man, we really gotta, we really got to try and outdo this one. That's, that's the one. what I was going to say. I'll be impressed if you outdo Get Fucked for me. Well, have you listened to Blood in the Streets? No. Uh, well, well, I don't know. It's does... already been outdone for you. You just have to listen to it. I don't know. I'll pro- I don't know. It doesn't... 
Does Paul have it? No. Okay, then no. Uh, so he, he, I know he's into the vinyl yeah. stuff, so when the vinyl comes out, I'm going to get him a copy. He'll definitely have they it. They keep him in Jason's vinyl now. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's become one of the one of the unofficial Jasons. Oh God, I'm not gonna tell him you said that. <laughs> just, his head will blow right up. Yeah, no, but yeah, that's 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 the thing to remember that we did a a record, uh, and uh, it's out uh, on like Spotify and all that stuff now. But you're right. But get fucked was like that was the one to con- contend with, and and I want to be an asshole is still our number one song. It's a good song, um, but my favorite song from that album you're gonna love this because you don't know anything about their music really the song is called i don't want to masturbate to you <laughs> but <Okay>. I do. <laughs> open parentheses but i do close <laughs> i love that song <laughs> yo what's your favorite song to play live uh to play live uh red-blooded american punk rock yeah yeah what about you Red blooded American punk. Yeah, rock. I didn't want to say it because you did, but yeah. yeah, that's the real that's the real answer. Yeah, it's us. You guys are really to cute play. together. <laughs> yeah, well, we we're like life partners. At yeah, this point. Really. <laughs> hetero life mates. Yeah. yeah. So, how great was it the first time that you did a live performance of "I Don't Want to Masturbate to You," <laughs> but you, I do, and you got to announce that song. We've only done it a couple times, but the masturbation talk comes up a lot at our shows. Um, you know, and usually, like, it's all autobiographical. Like, it's not like, <laughs> and that's true. I'm never like sitting there like, this would be a funny song. No, like, we have that one, and you know, it's basically the tale of like, oh, fuck you, but mm, I'm gonna jack off to your image, even though I don't like you. <laughs> and then on our new record, we have another autobiographical song where you you're young. Coming of age. Coming of age. Coming of age. And you buy a Ramones record because you love the Ramones. But now you don't have enough money to buy that little porno mag that your cousin is going to sell you. So the only thing you can do is cover over Dee Dee Ramones' face and just jack it to his shape. And I mean, (laughs) so we have a song on our new record called I Jacked Off to Dee Dee Ramone. And that's also (laughs) autobiographical. I mean, dude, look at, there are some pictures. Of, there's a picture of Didi online, and he's in these little shorts. He's got this big old dick. I mean, it's just huge. And as a child, as a youth, not a child, as a fucking teenage boy, you're like, I mean, sexy is sexy, and that is a, this sex. It just says sex. And so, you know, jacked it to Didi Ramon. What can I say? <laughs> he had a girl's haircut, and dick means sex, so there you go. I mean, there's a correlation there somewhere. There's a correlation there. <laughs> that was a fun song to record. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, all yeah. of it is fun. That's that like, just all the songs are fun in general. Like, get sued's a good album. Get fucked's a good album. Like, thanks. Yeah. So I'm excited to hear the new one. Yeah, it's on there, man. Spotify it up. Uh, it's more a little bit five percent more hair metal than the rest of our stuff, but that's where we're going with it. I think. I think eventually. I think eventually we're gonna be like fifty percent hair metal and. I don't know. You feel that coming, Hollywood? Is oh, that, I feel it coming. I mean, I just wanted to say yeah. coming. <laughs> when we get enamored with something that we, it starts to bleed into the music, and we were like real enamored with like Accept and Wasp. You and, got me into Wasp. Ooh, Wasp. And another band that I didn't really like, and I, I, I say this because I was against them because they were Christian, and they were called Striper. 
Fuck and yeah. uh, me and V, we went, actually, we went to a KISS convention. What was it? Uh, we went to see Vinnie Vincent. Yeah, man. we went to see Vinnie Vincent. And he was like, we're going to listen to Striper. And I was like, I, I don't know. I don't want to hear that Christian metal shit. <laughs> and then he started playing it. And about what nine times through, I was like, you fucking striped me. Yeah. <laughs> I became a Striper fan to the point where we went to see Striper. Yeah. And I almost converted to Christianity. <laughs> <laughs> When Michael Sweet threw his guitar pick and I got excited and I caught it and I almost became a Christian right then and there. <laughs> Thanks yeah. to Jason V. Yeah, I felt the Lord inside of me in more ways than one. And you know, the thing that, that pains me the most is like people are always messaging me and shit and they're like, hey V, that's really funny how you pretend to like Striper. And I'm like, no. <laughs> like, I don't pretend. Like, I, I, we were Striper for Halloween and we threw out Bibles because Striper used to throw out Bibles and... You know, my biggest fear they was that... through Bible, like hopefully not like normal size Bible, uh, like right? little pocket Bible. Okay, okay. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, good lord. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they were they called themselves soldiers under command, and they were because they would play with fucking Pantera or whoever. And can you imagine? Okay, I'm here to sing about, and they straight up will sing Jesus at you. But now they're not like Jesus is gonna judge you. They're just like fucking yo, we're Christian and we love Jesus, and we hope that your whole fucking life is good. But people in the metal community are like, oh fuck them, while they're wearing their fucking, you know, goat goat head patch. And I'm like, if they both from the same fictional novella, like you need to just realize. <laughs> Uh, one team has a better design crew, yes. It's He-Man uh, he and Skeletor, yeah. really. But, you know, like, Striper never preached anything but, like, just we're fucking cool and you should have some Jesus. And then people, everyone in the metal community is like, fuck you, Striper. And everyone in the Christian community is like, fuck you, Striper, you're not Christian enough. But my fear when we were Striper... It would be a weird thing to be a Christian metal band. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, because you, you you're persecuted. You know? It's hard. I mean, we get persecuted all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you were going for? Yeah. Because that's the vibe I got. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, you know, but my fear when we were Striper for Halloween was what if Michael Sweet, the singer for Striper sees this and thinks we're mocking them. What? Right. Because yeah. I respect them because they're like, no, fuck you. We're Christian. Here we go. And uh, and so I was like... Probably I, not in those know, words. But. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Even though Hollywood was rubbing the Bible on his dick and I we did, were throwing it yeah. out. But that was fine because it at our core, it's the musical thing. You know what I mean? Right. Like I, I was just imbuing it with my own love. Yeah, I mean, of course, the second coming. Yeah, exactly. Of course. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I just don't. Uh, <laughs> you, you know, I. You know, I Daniel's don't like to be wrong. Daniel's just gonna have to throw out the whole podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't like to be wrong about anything. Right. But you, when it when it came to striping me, you were truly right. You were you were truly under the Lord's command. Right. Under God's I think, command. And I will. I'm forever grateful that you got me into striper. And and I know you guys are trying to get out. Here's the last thing I'll say about the striper thing, is this: the reason why striper has got so much shit for their whole lives and career, and I'll bring it right back around to what I said, is because the fucking seen it buttercup of Christianity, the seen it buttercup of the metal community, which is, you don't fit in with us, so fuck you. You're not Christian enough, fuck you. Oh, you're not, you're not metal enough, fuck you. So Striper and the Jasons are one in that because they don't suck anybody's j dick but Jesus in a non-literal way, <laughs> and they do what they want. Thank you for the clarification. Yes. And they do what they want, and that's why I respect them, because in a time when everybody is a fake Hail Satan, What's drink coffee, pet that? kitties, yeah, it's cool to be like, yo, fucking Jesus. That's yeah. the whole point. Yeah. So, I mean, that's cool. That's the band you can respect there, you know? You know, I never, I never got the ousting of like Christian from, from metal, because like one of my favorite bands is the Devil Wears Prada. Yeah, 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 yeah. Christian metal band. 
Oh. And I, I never understood why you can have 18 different subgenres of Doomcore. <laughs> right. But if somebody wants to be like, hey, we're going to play metal and the lyrics are going to be about, like, Jesus. Right. Metalheads are just like, you know, yeah. they just lose their absolute <laughs> shit. They're just like, this is impossible. And tell me in that same genre, right? Like in that metalcore sort of genre where the devil wears Prada lives, name me one band that hasn't fucking ripped off Norma Jean's second record. Everybody. Yeah. Everybody sounds like Bless the Martyr, Kiss the Child. Oh, yeah, it's, it's fucking ridiculous, but, you know, we, yeah, that's, I could go all day about Christian metal. The other day on the way back from Chicago, the last, like, three hours of our trip, <laughs> I was listening to this band called Tourniquet, and I could see Hollywood in the back. I, I think you were dying a little bit, because, like, <laughs> it's this good eclectic metal, and then all of a sudden he looks up and he goes, is this song called Melting the Golden Calf? And I was like, yeah. He's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and it's just, like, fucking, you know. But, and, you know, when, when I found that out, I kind of liked it. Because yeah. it was so over the top. I mean, yeah, yeah. Tour Tourniquet is another one of those bands where they're like, they they they're not afraid to fucking yell out Jesus and like you know, you know. How did we get on to Christian metal? But, uh, <laughs> no, that band, like all those bands, it's crazy how influential, especially in metalcore, how many Christian bands during the days of the fucking Solid State boom and the Face Down Records boom, all those bands, like they fucking define that genre. But you know. But being a Satanist is so trendy now. Like I said, hail Satan, drink coffee, pet kitties t-shirt. Oh, yeah. You know? yeah. I hate that shit. Like, you're not a Satanist. You're not a Satanist. Like, you, I, you are, you're, a, you're like a caricature, just like me in Hollywood. But you don't know it. And we know it, that we are caricatures of human beings. You know. So, I don't know. It's weird. It's all weird. <laughs> I told you it was going to be fun. I just want you to know, by the way, that if I walk away from this interview with anything, it's that I now have another band that whenever I meet those people that are like really like prudish and like annoying, mm -hmm. I always, I have like a list of bands that I'll be like, oh, you should like check these people out. Like lately it's been Steel Panther. Yeah. Oh, I'll be like, oh okay. yeah, you should go That's listen to Steel Panther sometime. That's the greatest 80s metal band of all time. You said that you were going a little more... Hair metal. Is that exactly where your That's mind went? That's exactly yeah. where I went. I was like, oh, oh. man, now, I need to see a Jason Steel Panther mashup. Well, we we love Steel Panther. We're huge fans. Um, I I don't know about Hollywood, but in my mind, we we are gonna. This is gonna sound totally contradictory to what I just said. Oh, I know where you're going. But we're headed towards like Motley Crue shout at the devil era. You know, mm. a little bit more. Uh, little bit more of a satanic 80s satanic panic vibe you know i just jason three and it's weird because i feel it in coming on like the 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 80s uh motley not motley you know like fucking wasp and then jason 3d showed up to the show with an upside down cross necklace the other day and i said he feels it too <laughs> it's the calling of the dark it it's spreading <laughs> now i will i still listen to striper the whole time we're yeah. praising satan on our next record yes Again, because I'm a caricature of a human being, and I know it. So, I know we also talked about maybe doing a Christian record. No joke, we talked about that. But yeah. get saved, get saved. Right, that's Fuck what yeah. you said. You know what though? There's some dark ass shit in the Bible. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then, you know, like you just be like, yeah, I'm a fucking Christian now. So what? <laughs> you don't like me? Okay. Bless you. <laughs> Does it all the time. <laughs>
he somebody was shit talking one of his projects, and that was his response. That was my response. I said, "Bless you." Yeah. <laughs> Different band. Huh. Can we just end it on bless I, you? I want to end it yeah, right there. Yeah, let's end it on yeah. bless you, guys. It's been fun. Thanks bless for you. being on. Bless, bless you. you. <laughs> bless you. <laughs>